Hi, my name is Peter Maestri, and you're listening to Divorce the First Six Months. If you are someone who is about to go through a divorce, or maybe you're healing from one, then you're in the right place. This conversation and the stories you're going to listen to focus on people who have gone through a divorce, and more importantly, how they navigated through it. Having said that, let's get right into it. What do you find most rewarding now? Well, I think that um, I just love, you know, it, it's such an interesting process going through this rebirth that we talked about. And I kind of, I think it comes in phases. I think there's a healing phase. And then I think there's this self-discovery phase. And then you got to take it into action. You know, you, you go through this healing process, you feel like you've come out of it. And then you start to think about all of the things that maybe you didn't do in your life that you wished you had done or all the places that you hadn't seen or maybe a career or passion project that you never pursued. And it really creates, it's almost like a reset. It creates this unique opportunity um, outside of your obligations and your relationships that you have. You know, it doesn't mean you walk away from your kids because you reset or that you don't take care of your financial responsibilities, but it is in a way an opportunity to create where you've just got a blank canvas and it's like, what am I going to paint? And so um, for me, I think going back to the kind of the possession piece, I mean, I love adventure. I love to travel and the, the notion of, you know, really trying to, to feed that passion um, by traveling and experiencing different cultures and um, all of those things. I and mean, we had those opportunities, but it wasn't something where my ex was aligned, really wanted to do that as much as I did. And so now it's something that's on the forefront of my mind and I'm starting to build out plans to, to start to do that. So, uh, you know, and, and so it's more about, for me, I think experiences, you know, I live in a 600 square foot apartment. I really don't care what I have. I have a car that's has 180,000 miles on it and is beat up and has, you know, dents everywhere. It's like all that stuff is so trivial, trivial to me. Um, what I really care about is investing in, in the people that I love, uh, my kids, um, my mom, my girlfriend, and experiencing life to, to the fullest. That's what fuels me now. Yeah, that sounds like an amazing life. And I get the, the privilege of uh, every now and then looking in at, at your posts. And I tried because I really don't like researching um, any anybody that I'm going to have a conversation with just because I love exploring. But just when you would pop up, I'm like, oh, look at where he's at. Look at where he's at. Look at where he's at. <laughs> so it looks like it's a really amazing created life. So I applaud you on that. You know, it's um, I don't if it. You know, I, I don't have the financial wherewithal yet, I think, to, to really kind of put my foot on the gas there. But, but that doesn't mean, you know, everything's not driven about um, having the means to do it. And so, like, I, with my kids now, as an example, uh, every summer we do a road trip vacation. We've never done that. And so, we, went to, we drove to Los Angeles, which was a 24-hour drive from Tulsa um, one year. And then the next year, we drove to the beach. And then the third year, uh, this past year, we drove to Colorado and went all the way around multiple spots in Colorado. And next year, and it, what's fun is they're every vacation, they're like, okay, well, so what are we going to do next year, dad? And they all offer their ideas. And I told them next year, I said, next year, I'm not telling you until you get in the car. 
we'll tell you what to bring, but I'm not going to tell you where we're going. They're kind of excited about that. Um, but even like, you know, this relationship that I, I'm in, you know, she's adventurous and wants to travel. So once a quarter, we try to hit our goal is to hit a different kind of do a weekend an extended weekend trip somewhere. So we've been down to Dallas and Austin and we're going to Miami and in December. So just kind of going traveling all across the country, but then we're going to start to throw in some international travel next year as well. So we're planning a trip to Colombia in South America, which will be fun. And then also maybe Philippines or Thailand as well. So just, you know, doing stuff like that is what excites me now. It's like, I want to go experience life and, and, you know, I'm not, I'm not the guy that's going to swim with the sharks and, you know, go skydiving and, the adventure stuff is fun, but it's more about just embracing the different cultures and, and, um, and doing those type of things. Yeah. Do you think that that would have been possible if you would have stayed married this, this version of you? Um, not, not to the extent because, you know, I probably so to some degree, but I think that you know, her definition of travel was completely different from mine. Mine would be like walking the food markets and, you know, um, whatever town in across the world or, um, and hers might be, you know, staying at a nice hotel and doing a spa, you know, so it's just, I'm more about just like immersing, immersing myself into a culture. And, and I don't think that um, it's so funny. I like, there's so many things that shaped me growing up that made me appreciate um, the world. And for some reason, I, so I think that I'm a little bit like way out there in terms of wanting to travel versus where the normal person is. And it, just to give you an example, when I grew up, I, for some reason, my grandfather, I can't remember why, but he saw my love for geography. And so I remember when I was like seven, eight, nine, ten, and for Christmas, he would, he would give me at like world atlases like that. Thick. All it was, was just like a book of maps. And I would just immerse myself in there looking at all the different countries and daydreaming about visiting all these places. And so at a very early age, it had shaped uh, in my, my head that this was something I wanted to do. I was able to take advantage of that on a couple of church mission trips Um I went to Africa, I went to China. And so that was kind of a one-two punch where you're, you know, supporting your church and the, and the activities that they're doing, but also being able to experience the culture. And so I had a little bit of those, but I haven't really been able to kind of totally unlock that door and really be able to go um, do all the things that I want to do. So that's, that's next in my next chapter. And it sounds like it's going to be a fun chapter. It's going to be a fun chapter. You know, I told my, I told my friends, I'm, there's going to be like $0 left when I die, when my kid, kids <laughs> read my will, because it's all going to be spent on doing all these fun things myself. So sorry, yeah. kids. It's going to be a hard drive of pictures is what they're going to get. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly here, here right. Go, remember me. So what's next for you? Like, what is it that you're up to? What, what's in the future? Um, as far as you like um, contributions, I know that you're a part of uh, a community for divorced over 40. What can you speak about that? Yeah. Um, you know, when COVID hit, I, it kind of put a halt to my, my dating, which 
that's a whole other subject, but I was definitely a serial dater. Uh, I really enjoyed dating and um, it gave me a time to reflect. And I realized that um, here I am 18 months after my divorce. And I really don't have a whole lot to account for uh, in terms of um, my own personal progress. And I recognized that I didn't really have any good friends and that was like the big need that I, that I lacked. And I made a conscious effort over the summer of last year to really start to cultivate friendships, um, which turned out to be divorced men and women in my age category. It wasn't my design, but it just turned out that as we started a friend of mine and I started to put together these cookouts that we were doing, uh, the people that we invited and the people that they invited we're all kind of cut from the same cloth and it really kind of sparked this idea amongst myself and some of these friends that, man, we're onto something here, like creating an environment or a platform where people can plug in and cultivate relationships after your divorce. And that was what created Divorced Over 40. And we're now a year in, it's truly become my passion project. It's what is kind of um, it's done a number of things. It's not only are we providing support, we're starting to have tons of live events all across the country um, in which we're creating a platform again for people to come and cultivate friendships. We're not a dating service. Uh, they're not dating mixers. Um, it's just a refreshing outlook on something that I think people need as they navigate um, their divorce or come out of their divorce is finding their tribe. Um, but then it's also really, I've discovered my love and passion of writing and it's enabled me to be really vulnerable about my own personal experiences, whether it's dating, raising kids, um, divorce, you know, I, I talk topically on those things and I just found that I just love writing. And so I've really poured into that, through my social media where I'm providing lots of different content related to, to those things, but then continuing to build up this, this um, community and this platform to hopefully start to impact uh, people across the world. And so, you know, it's funny because um, every week, maybe every day I'm getting, you know, some one little nugget of feedback about how it's impacted a person. I found a friend through this organization or what you're saying speaks to me. And it's just like, it's like refueling uh, the, you know, the gas tank. It's like, it's just continues to keep us going and keep us energized because we're impacting so many people. And so that's where a lot of my time is spent is in both of those passion projects. This conversation started because someone challenged me to be vulnerable. So I'm challenging you. Share yourself and your story. Be courageous. Be vulnerable. It makes a difference.